Lord forevermore. I welcome us, every one of us, again to another edition of Faith for Dominion. My name is Larry Ajamekwa, as you can see in the screen. And today, it's a beautiful day out here in Edmonton. The sun is out. The weather is lovely. And we give glory to God. And this shows to me and to every one of us that life is in seasons. There are life is in seasons. There are seasons of life. We are all in winter earlier, and it was freezing cold. I mean, when you talk of cold, really, really cold. And here we are right now, approaching and getting into summer. The weather is so beautiful. The leaves, the leaves are green. The the the, the field is green. The flowers are out. The weather is beautiful. You just feel like just staying out there and just enjoy good nature. And this is how life is. God is a God that introduces times and seasons to life. And I want you to know that the season which you are going through may not be correct, may not be what you want, but bear in mind that is not the final bus stop. You are still going to a better season. And the only season that is meant to be permanent in our lives is the season that aligns with the word of God. I welcome you again today to Faith for Dominion, and I'm excited to share God's word with us today. I believe at your end, too, you are having a great time, great season, great time, and great uh, great opportunities coming your way in Jesus' name. Amen. First and foremost, I want to first of all invite you to get you prepared for next week's Saturday. That is June 5. When we will be have that is the first Saturday of the month. Remember, that's when we will be having uh, our breakfast meeting, Dominion Voice Breakfast Meeting, with tools for living. And by the grace of God, we will be looking at the theme, which is uh, how to handle surprises. How to handle surprises in marriage. How to handle surprises in marriage. A lot of people get into marriage and they meet surprises. And I want to tell you that God is preparing uh, his servants to, and to join us here and to bless us in God's in his word. Uh, this this I mean this edition, Pastor Bayo Awoleri and Pastor Shubola Awoleri, they both are pastors and uh, over there in uh, Toronto, Ottawa, Toronto, and uh, they 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 are a seasoned man of God and they have great experience even in that topic. And we'll be looking at that topic together by the grace of God. Also sharing will be my wife, Pastor Tino Ajanoku. And she will be sharing with us all together. It promises to be a great time. And I want to say that if you have received this message on your WhatsApp, please, please, if you have questions, send in your questions. Send in your questions. We'll be looking at questions and um, on how to handle surprises in marriage. Listen to me. There are always surprises. There are always surprises. Some people get married and uh, when the wife gets pregnant, I say, well, what's happened? What's happening? It's a surprise. Some people get married and they have a delay in having children. It's a surprise. Some have get married. There are so many, many things. So please send your questions. We'll be looking at it together. And by the grace of God, I'm trusting the Lord that the Lord will bless us as we study and look into his word together this uh, next week, Saturday. Please invite your friends. Uh, you are already invited. Invite your friends and your colleagues and all. And I believe very strongly it's going to be a great time in Jesus' name. We finished a series last week. And I, I want to say thank you for all the feedbacks and uh, for people who have watched. If you are watching on Facebook or you are watching on the YouTube, please 
forward the link to your friends right now forward it link to your friends and if you're at home or possibly at work and you have the tv with you please you can tune on now to tell us uh send a message to tell us um yeah, optic tv channel 879 uh, channel 879 uh, let's let people just get into it and get and be blessed amen so we've been looking we looked at that topic which you concluded which is uh ultras i mean declaration the place of declaration in faith and if you did not listen to it or you have not listened to it please go back go to the youtube go into um into the website dominion voice website dominionvoice.com dominionvoice.com go into that place into the website and they'll call it up please listen to it faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god and the place of declaration is very very much important and uh, by the grace of god we said last week that uh, when you declare we just don't declare junk just don't declare what comes to our mind we declare what is in line with the word of god and then we concluded last week with you declaring does not just mean declaring anything there is a place of declaring and listening to the voice of the spirit listening to the holy spirit when you declare you are not just declaring something that is outside the will of god for your life remember god will only fulfill those things that are in line with his will for your life and in his, his will in his word the will of god is revealed in his word so it's not just declaring anything or just declaring something that is outside of god's purpose for your life there is a dimension of you recognizing the voice of the Holy Spirit, knowing the Holy Spirit, even when you are declaring. There are times you want to declare something and you don't have peace in your heart. And the Holy Spirit is saying, no, 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 that's not what I want you to do. This is what I want you to do. You know, you have to know exactly the place of declaration and the place of the Holy Spirit in declaration. So today we are starting a series which is recognizing the voice of the Spirit. Recognizing the voice of the Spirit. Remember, we've talked about declaring, declaring God's word. But there is the, that there is the place of you recognizing the voice of the Spirit to know exactly that what you are declaring is actually what is in the heartbeat of God for your life. Amen. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, we thank you for bringing us together again today. We are grateful because each time we call unto you, you always answer us. And we thank you because we are not experiencing the farming of your word on this platform. The word is always coming to us expressly and it's always leading us. It is time again to hear from you. Holy Spirit of the living God, build upon the teaching of today. Let it come alive on the inside of God's people and let us be able to know what to do part time in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. So we go on straight up even to today's teaching. And we are looking at recognizing the voice of the Spirit. The voice of the Spirit. I want us to know that the voice of the Spirit is the voice of direction. Is the voice of direction. Is the voice that speaks to us. And I want every one of us to know also that this, the voice of the Spirit is the voice of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is a person. The Holy Spirit can speak. The Holy Spirit has a will. The Holy Spirit can guide. The Holy Spirit can lead. The Holy Spirit, in fact, he can comfort. Now, the Holy Spirit is a person. And he is God right now in this dispensation. God on earth. 
There is a dispensation of the Father. There is a dispensation of the Son when Jesus Christ came. The dispensation of the Father, that is when the Lord, the Lord gave them the law, the, the Torah, the laws of Moses, the, the, the various laws in Leviticus, in Deuteronomy, and even the prophets. That is God speaking. That is the dispensation of the Father. And God was speaking expressly through the prophet, speaking expressly. Now there is a dispensation of the Son. When Jesus Christ was here on earth, for 33 and a half years, that was the disposition of the Son, wherein he spoke to people eye to eye, mouth to mouth. He spoke to them in parables. He spoke to them in ways that they could, everyone could understand. And when he was about leaving, he said, I would go because if I don't go, the Comforter, that is the Holy Spirit, will not come. And the greater works that shall, the greater works shall you do than, than, than I have done because I go to my Father. And he said also, he said, look, I'm going to my father's house to go and get a place, to prepare a place for you, so that where I am, you also may be. He's going to prepare a mansion for us. Now, when we get to heaven, I want you to all know that where Jesus Christ has gone to prepare for us is a place that wherein we walk on the streets of gold. It's a place where the smallest house there is a mansion. That is why no man must miss heaven. You cannot afford to miss heaven. You know what? You may say, well, you may say you don't believe, you may say you're an atheist, or you don't believe in God, or you don't believe in heaven. Listen, it is real. God is real. Heaven is real. It is better for you to accept Jesus and find out that, oh, there is no heaven, than for you to say, I'm not going to accept Jesus, and then you get to the other side and you discover that there is actually a place called heaven or hell, heaven and hell. So heaven is a place that is prepared for the saints. Hell is a place that is prepared for those who are rebellious, who have refused to take Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Now, let's go further. So we are looking at the dispensation of the Son. Now we are in the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ is alive, but he is no longer on earth. The Bible says he is seated at the right hand of God, where he is an advocate, making intercession for you and I, praying for us, making intercession for us constantly making intercession for us. So Jesus Christ is alive. He's seated at the right hand of God. Now, the Holy Spirit, that is the Spirit of the living God, is now who is operating currently, and this is now where we call the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is leading us to guide us. And now, this whole, the Holy Spirit speaks. He speaks. He cannot leave us. Jesus Christ said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will send the comforter to you. The Holy Spirit will come as a comforter to reveal the mind of God to us, to reveal the purpose of God to us. That is why any child of God in this present time, that you do not have the Holy Spirit working actively on the inside of you, you are discounting yourself. The Christian faith is, will be a struggle because you would not know when to listen to him and you will not even recognize when he speaks to you. And I want you to know that the Holy Spirit is always speaking at every point in time. In fact, he speaks on every issues concerning you, concerning your dressing, concerning your the, the, the way you talk, the way, even the decisions you make, decisions you make concerning your children. There is no decision that is too small that the Holy Spirit does not get involved in. The only challenge is, do we recognize his voice? Do you recognize his voice? Do you recognize his voice? Ability to recognize the voice of the Holy Spirit, the voice of the Spirit, is what makes declaration of the Spirit, that we make declaration in line with the Word of God, to be smooth and even to be in alignment with his Word. Remember, the Word of God is Jesus. 
So the Holy Spirit will always con will, will never contradict what Jesus Christ has said. So when you are declaring on a particular issue, the Holy Spirit will tell you exactly what to say. He will tell you exactly how to declare it. Now, listen to me carefully. The Bible said in the book of Proverbs, it said, answer a fool like a fool. And then in the next verse, it said, answer a fool, not as a fool, or else you'll be regarded as a fool. Is the word of God contradicting itself? No, he's not contradicting himself. All he's saying is that you must listen for the voice of the Spirit to know how to answer every situation and circumstance. There are times when people will tell you, answer a fool in the way he's speaking, like a fool, so that he will not be, he will not think as he's wise in his own eyes. And then there are times when people will tell you, don't answer a fool as a fool, or else they will regard the two of you as fools. So the voice of the Spirit is a major compass is a major anchor that leads us even to the center of God's will and plan for our lives and he helps us even to guide and lead us. Anyone that is void of the spirit, void of the voice of the spirit is like somebody who is gambling, who is gambling, oh, it's this or that, it's this or that. Now, the Bible said this. I want us to bear in mind also that there are several voices that speaks. Now, let's look into the scripture. If you look at Isaiah chapter 30, Isaiah 30, 21, Isaiah 30, 21, Isaiah 30, 21 says, it says, you, your ears, your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right, to the right hand, or whenever you turn to the left, that is, the void, the, the scripture is telling us here that look, this is Isaiah talking. He said it would be your ear shall hear a word from behind you, saying, This is the way, walk in it. Now, this is the way, walk in it. This is the talking of the voice of the spirit. That is the voice of the spirit will tell you exactly which way to walk which thing what to declare it tells this is the way walk in it whenever you turn to your right or you turn to your left you will hear that voice which implies that our steps and our stops they are ordered by us listening to the voice of the spirit they are ordered by god your steps and your stops must be ordered many times many of us pray lord order my steps and we sing that song wonderful song Order my steps in your word, Lord. You know, guide me, lead me every day. Now, our steps are meant to be ordered by the Lord, by the voice of the Spirit. And bear in mind, it is not only our steps alone should be ordered. Even our stops. There are some times the Holy Spirit tell you, stop, and you don't move one bit. You want to change your job, and it says, stop. You don't do that. I remember many years ago when I was... I was still, I mean, in, I was still in banking, working. I was working and I had to go out to uh, to go to one of my customers who happens to be the MD of another company, of another company, which is like a competition to my company. And I was discussing with the MD and we kept talking and kept talking. And he, I, I didn't know that already, was already asking questions for me in like an interview. And I was asking questions about his account, what kind of product should I have, told him this, that, that. And then at the end of the day, just looked at me. And myself and him alone, he said, come and work for me. And I, I, I thought he was just trying to set a trap for me because he's a friend to my MD. He said, come and work for me. And I, and I laughed and I said, ah, sir, 
I know you are my boss, my, my MD's friend. He said, well, then I said, I know. Then he looked at me and laughed. He said, look, I want you to really work for me. Because he said he needed somebody who had my skill set to occupy that very position, which I was occupying my office. And he said, and he told me, he said, I'm ready to give you an offer. And he gave me an offer. I think he gave me one offer, which was about two steps ahead of my of my present position then, and a better income. And I said, you should give me time. And I prayed about it. And I had in my spirit, there was just a knowing in me that I shouldn't move, that I shouldn't go. So I, I, it doesn't really make sense. I mean, for me not to change, to get a better job, which was about two steps than where I was. And I, he said, I just had that knowing in me that I shouldn't go. So I was still not convinced. I mean, I was still not convinced because it was, it looks too good. It looked too good. So I called somebody who happened to be um, like a man, like some like say maybe a mentor in banking. And I put a call to him who was high up there. And I, I remember that I was driving to the office and I called him in the morning and I began to discuss him that I have this offer, this and that. He just spoke to me straight. He said, I would advise you not to go. So I said, oh, I would advise you not to go. He said, I just feel it's not right for you. Remember, I have had a conviction in me, the voice of the Spirit. I had had, I had a witness in my a knowing in me that I shouldn't go. So when he said it, so I went back and I met this man. I said, sorry, I won't be able to go. And he said, is it because of the level? And he said, I'm going to give you another level. And I told him, sir, I don't think I should go. Now listen to me carefully. You, I mean, shortly after that time, the man moved from, he was moved from that office and moved to another subsidiary of that same company. And the man said something when I came to him and I told him that, okay, would you give me another, B, I mean, the next level? Then he said something. He said, look, I can afford to give you that next level. But the challenge is you would have to work with people who have been many years ahead of you in banking, in this sector. And they would possibly frustrate you. And I don't want you to be frustrated. But I can assure you that I will give you, give you the next level in promotion very soon. But I knew in me that it was not in the plan of God for my life. Yes, I wanted to be promoted. Yes, it was a better offer. Yes, it looked good. But remember, the Bible says, you, your ears will hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. This is the way, walk in it. Don't go in this way. There is a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof is the way of death. So when a voice, when we are talking about the voice of the Spirit, he will speak to you. Now let's look at it. Let's take step backward. One step backward. Then when we're talking of a voice, a voice is, when the voice comes to you, is a sound. It will come to you as a sound. And how will this sound come to you? Not like you are hearing me. If you have the opportunity to hear like you are hearing me, yeah, that's fine. But most of the time, it will be a sound from within you. It will be a sound from within you. This is the way to walk. Now, now there is someone you, you are listening to me. You are about to take a decision in marriage. Now, listen to me carefully. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You are about to take a decision in marriage. But there is, you have a check in your spirit. You have a check about that decision concerning that person. When I say a check, you have a notch. You have a weakness. That's, let me use that word again. You have a weakness in you that this person you want to go to marry is not the right person for you. He's not the right person for you. And 
it's like you know that there is another place that is the Lord that that voice is directing you to. But that other place is directing that other person that is directing you to does not meet what you are looking for hundred percent. But now listen to me carefully. Listen to me carefully. What you do not meet, that person that does not meet 100% has to do with his physical things. The things that are physical, that are able to transit and go away. But what you really want, the substance, the content is on the inside. But this other person that you are hearing, having a check about, he has all the physical things you are looking out for. But that content is not exactly what you want. Now listen to me carefully. Now hear me well. Listen to the voice of the Spirit. Listen to the voice of the Spirit. That's the voice of the Spirit speaking to you. I'll be talking about five voices that speak to us. By the time we go through this, you will be able to identify which voice is actually speaking to you. But that other one that is telling you, but your sense realm is not telling you to align, don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go to the one that your that your sense realm is telling you to align with. But the one where you're hearing the voice within you, but everything physically, the sense realm is telling you, this is not the way, this is not the way. Please don't listen to the sense realm. Don't listen to that sense realm. You will look back and you will be grateful that you took that decision in line with what you hear in your spirit. In line with what you hear in your spirit. Please don't do it. Don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. So you will hear a voice from within you telling this is the way, this is the way to go in it. And at times, you know, when you talk of a voice, a voice could be, could be mean an authority in a particular field. And listen to me, when the Holy Spirit, the voice of the Spirit, you master the voice of the Spirit, there will come a time it will become an authority in your life. Now listen, don't be hard on yourself. If you are still mixing these voices together, don't be hard on yourself. That is the reason why God is sending you this word. That's the reason why God is sending you this word. Don't be hard on yourself because the voice you will, at the end of, by the time we finish this teaching, you will understand which voice is speaking to you. So when the voice, when you have mastered the voice of the spirit, there will come a time to become an authority in your life. When you know, you, you will know very well. Does it mean, sir, does it mean, Pastor Larry, you, I hear you ask, that there are times that I may not recognize the voice of the Spirit? Yes, there are many times. Many times you may not even recognize the voice of the Spirit. But one thing you have to know is that when you yield to that which is not the voice of the Spirit, you have learned a lesson. You have learned how not to listen, how not to hear the voice of the Spirit. You have learned how not to recognize His voice. So it's, you have still not made, it's not a loss, it's still a win-win. You have known how not to recognize the voice of the Spirit, and you have known how, well, by the time you listen and you get it right, you have also learned how to get to recognize the voice of the Spirit. By the grace of God, as I speak today, there are, I recognize the voice of the Spirit when it comes to some decisions in me. And I, I, at times, I give a word of prophecy and I give the voice of the Spirit to people. And many years, many times, I was just speaking to somebody recently, uh, you know, um, yeah, we, we met, we were together, we, we finished university together, and around that time, he just got married, he's been married now for over 20 years, and he just said, he said, oh, Pastor Larry, do you remember that when I had, when we had our first child, you came and you prayed and you just told 
us a word of prophecy concerning the child. And he said he held on to it. He was reminding me that that word of prophecy was the direction that the Lord God gave to him concerning the daughter about schooling abroad. And when he said it, I said, oh, I don't even, re I don't even remember. But as at that time, that was what I had in the voice of the Spirit. And I told, I gave him the prophecy then. He said the child was the first one in the family to first of all relocate to go and school abroad. Then other, then later the whole family joined. But he said at the point where the child was going to go, he was reluctant to release that daughter. But because there was a voice, there was a word that, had, that was said when she was being named, that she would be schooling abroad at that point, because she was still very young when he said, the, the, the elder brother said, let this child come stay with me in my, I mean, to live abroad. So he said the child was the first to go and he was reminded, he said, how the voice of the spirit can direct us, even when we are not yet gotten to some junctions or to some crossroads in life. Listen to me, the voice of the spirit, God actually speaks. When you listen to the voice of the man, you master his voice, it be, you become an authority. You become an authority in listening to the voice of the spirit. Now, the voice of the spirit could mean a particular a, a voice, could mean a particular op opinion or an attitude or an expression, an opinion that is expressed. A voice comes to you and he expresses the opinion. And that is what the spirit does. He comes and he gives an expression, an opinion. At times, many times, he comes as a suggestion to many of us on the inside. So we have to know. Now, I, I'm going to stop here by reading this last verse of the scripture, which is uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 8. 1 Corinthians 14, 8. He says, For if the trumpet makes an uncertain sound, who will prepare for battle? For if the trumpet makes an uncertain sound, who will prepare for battle? That is, the voice of the trumpet giving a certain sound in those days when they want to go for war or when they see the enemy are coming there is somebody who stays at the fence on the wall of the city he takes a trumpet and he blows in a particular way when he blows everybody hears within the city and when they hear that sound that this is a sound of war. Everybody runs to the bunker, runs to their house. The men of God carries their weapon and they say, wow, that is a sound for battle. And there is also a sound for jubilee. When the trumpet is sound for jubilee, that is every 50 years, according to Leviticus, Leviticus 25. When it is jubilee, that sound keeps and everybody knows, oh, it is jubilee. And everybody goes to recover all that has been lost all that has been sent out, that has been leased out, or that has been rented out, they go collect it back. Because in the year of Jubilee, everybody takes back their possession. Now the question I want to ask you is, what sound are you hearing currently? Are you hearing the sound of war? Now when you hear the sound of war, that is not the time to roll out drums and start dancing. When it is time to dance, when it is time for to dance, that's not the time to roll out and go for war. We must be able to understand the voice of the Spirit, recognize the voice of the Spirit, to know when it is time for war and when it's time to jubilate. Might add just about three more minutes, and I'm going to begin to round off here. Listen to me carefully. This teaching will continue next week, recognizing the voice of the Spirit. Do you have a relationship with the Holy Spirit? If you don't have a relationship with, the, with Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God who came to die for your sins, you cannot recognize his voice because you don't have a relationship with him. For you to recognize the voice of the Spirit, you must have a relationship with Jesus. 
you must have him in your life as your personal Lord and Savior. Now, people are going to hell because they refuse to take God's solution to sin and they refuse to take God's solution to enter into heaven. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He didn't say I'm a way out of many ways. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. There is no other way to the Father except through Jesus. Righteousness, good works cannot take you to heaven. It cannot take you to you must enter through the door. And just like I said, I am the door. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. The, the is a definite article. When you accept Jesus into your life, you are you receive eternal life. You don't get to able to get eternal life. Eternal life is released on the inside of you. And then you don't die, but you sleep. Believers don't die. We sleep in the Lord. On the resurrection morning, we wake. But if you don't have Jesus in your life, you will die. And that death simply means separation from God. I want to pray with you. Now you want to give your heart to Christ. Say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I come to you today to accept you into my life. I am sorry for my sins and I ask for forgiveness. I accept you today as my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that Jesus died and rose from the dead. And I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. Today, I give my heart to you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray for you that you have given your heart to Jesus today. I pray that you will not look back. The strength of God will appear for you. You will walk with him. You will recognize his voice from today. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. You've given your heart to Christ. Please write me. Dominion Voice Outreach. Dominion, Dominion Voice Outreach. The, 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 the email is there. Write me and let's connect. And if this program has blessed you, you have a testimony to share, please send it to that same address that is showing on the screen. The Lord bless you. Till I come again next week, same time. Remember, we walk by faith and not by sight. God bless you. See you.